Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. The Match Ball. Hello there and welcome to the show. It's brought to you in association with Levi Solicitors, who will do you a 10% discount on your legal fees for their whole range of services. LeviSolicitors.co.uk forward slash the square ball for details. Services that include, Michael? Most probate convention. I received um, a message last night from the, the great bunch of lads at Levi Solicitors. Picked from them together. Um, and and the, the little slogan there underneath. Ah, like, there you go. The lads. Uh, live on YouTube for our TSB Plus members. Um, and if you're listening afterwards, you can find the, the playback on there as well. I did delete last week's... Uh, you did, well done. Last, the last time games, I had to come back into the office on Saturday night <laughs> and, uh, and re-upload that. Thankfully, it saves on the computer. But you don't need to know about my uh, slackness. We can concentrate on a very professional win by Leeds United. It wasn't a vintage one, was it? Conditions weren't great. But it just feels like a, a routine 2-0 Champo home win. Home win? Uh, away win, away win. <laughs> just a win, a routine win. Felt what? like at home, didn't it, with all the Leeds fans there? You did. Away kit win. Let's not forget that. Yep. First first win in an away kit since Brentford. Jesus Is Christ. that right? I think that's uh, been the stat, hasn't it, that we've not won in that in an away kit since then? Yeah, it's the so. yeah the first non-white kit win since mm. yeah since Brentford. Yes, that's it, yeah. Yeah. Bloody good going. And we deserved it, I thought, just about. It was didn't have an awful lot of structure to it, did it, that game? No. But it felt... Like it has in a few games this year, by just having better players, we might eventually just get the breakthrough. And it, it kind of worked that way. It was strange because both halves generally followed the same pattern. Yet the first half, I was like, no, this is good. This is like professional away performance. Scored halfway through it. Great. Just do that again. We did that again. And yet for the first 20, 25 minutes of that second half, I hated it. <laughs> I just thought, oh no, this is awful. What are we doing? Get a grip of it. What was it you said there towards the end, Michael? About I think just most of most of watching football is really just wishing for it to be over. <laughs> like, not most of the thing. You don't go to many like, a gig, do you? And sit there for the last like half hour, going, "Wish this had finished." Like this encore. Get to the encore. <laughs> Come on, get this. Just get this wrapped up. Let's get it home. I've had a good time to now, but let's. That's enough of that. Uh, but it wasn't particularly stressful. I think the well, the second goal they. It felt like they gave up more or less. Yeah, yeah. I, it killed the game. It killed it off yeah. as a contest. Yeah, they um, they had more possession and more shots than us. But I think we had more on target. And it never, mm. they never really had amazing chances. It felt. I think like they had like a free header from a corner at some point. But I think we had the better chances of that, didn't we? Yeah, there was the Melier save, wasn't there, from the mm. corner? But I don't think he made any other saves, did he? I think they might, they might have had two on target, but I can't remember. Yeah, that was the main one. I mean, there was the what appeared to be a free header for them as well that was given offside anyway, but that, you know, that doesn't count, does it? Um, <laughs> but yeah, big save. Big, it was a big save from Melier, was that actually? Because that... It was good, though. That could have put us under a bit of pressure if they'd scored them, but... He had know. a bit of a weird game as well at times, but he sort of redeemed himself with that. So, fair enough. Mm. Yeah, it was, it was a bit of a disjointed... So yeah, like you say, slightly shapeless game, I think. Yeah, 
Yes, sir. There didn't feel to be a lot of play in the midfield. It was sort of end-to-end, but scrappy with it. Yeah. In a, not in a traditional, I guess the classic Bielsa end-to-end, where there's lots of flowing moves. It just felt... It felt like it wasn't particularly great quality. It was ragged and shapeless, wasn't it? A yeah. Lot, a lot of the time. And yeah. we couldn't get it to stick and it felt like Kamara and Ampadu both kept thinking they had more time on the ball or trying to do slightly more complicated things than they had, they had time to do and we'd lose it, but then they'd give it straight back to us so it didn't really matter in the end. It was just, um, yeah, it wasn't, it, it wasn't the one you would want to watch again, particularly. It kind of went as advertised. Through the week, there was a piece on, I think it might have been Leeds Live, chatting with a Blackburn Rovers reporter and he was saying how all their games this season are generally end-to-end lots of goals all about transition and so yeah it kind of felt like a game where if our midfield could get a grip of it it might be comfortable and really suit us but in actual fact you go well if it is end-to-end that front four it's going to do some damage eventually isn't it mm. yeah I mean they then playing out from the back second half it wasn't as bad for them was it but first half we just kept catching them and it felt like yeah. it was only a matter of time until we scored from them doing that. And we did have chances, didn't we, from it? And there was the one where the keeper, he did, he did that little drag back thing, didn't he? And he slipped and just fell over. We very, very nearly pinched it off him and scored. But we, sh- we should have had more in the first half, really. There was the, as well as obviously the goals, there was the one where James managed to nip in down the right side and he crossed it and it looked like Rutter just needed to tap it in and he didn't. And then there was the one where, they were, in fact, it was when they were playing out, wasn't it? When Somerville managed to nick it and it went to Ruta who tried to just lift it in and there was Dan James at the back post and he could have passed it or he could have just scored and he made a bit of a mess of it. And this is the nice thing, like like Jorginho did not have one of his better games today, but he still always offers threat and creativity mm. and we always have enough going forward to see out these games, it feels like, more often than not. It's not going to happen every single time. There have been games where we've had um, off matches this season, but I at no, at no point was I fearful that we were going to lose that you just hope that these games don't get away from you if you know what what I mean like you don't mm. concede a silly chance and go behind and like a bit like we did at Southampton when it just the game just got away from us completely didn't it or even Stoke where we just didn't properly click into gear and, and couldn't turn it into a performance that um, that rut chance where he tried to chip the keeper it's kind of that opportunity where Fark has been talking a lot where he just needs to be a bit of a bastard and just put the ball in but also at the same time I do love that he tried to chip the goalkeeper because it's kind of what makes him so fun and so great and it would have been amazing if that went in, but never mind. And it was kind of, I mean, the Dan James goal sort of summed Rutter's game up where I don't know what he was trying to do in the middle of the mm. pitch, but it, it just looked a mess. Yeah, it worked and he comes away with another assist. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah, he, he tripped over it himself, didn't he? But then I think the Blackburn defender kind of jumped over it or something when, in trying to win it off him. And it, he, it did enough to confuse and the he, defender. All, yeah. all of a sudden, oh, he's still got it. Fair enough. And yeah, it was a nice, nice way of passing, a really good finish from James as well. Yeah, so that was 27th minute, wasn't it? The... Uh... The finish, yeah, and I did wonder because the ball kind of ran across his body if it had gone a little bit too wide for him to to score. But um, for whatever reason, he's turned into dead eye this season, hasn't he? Dead eye Dan mm-hmm. and um, put his laces through it and over into the far corner and um, happy days. A few minutes later was when he turned into road runner as well. Just yeah. zoomed around that fullback and as you two both went, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can just see him, when you can see him building up his speed. Yeah, it's so funny to me, watch because it looks <laughs> it just looks unreal to watch him running across the pitch. Yeah, and uh, there was that moment and one of the notes I'd put towards the back end of the first half actually about it, it was 12 minutes after we'd scored was when the keeper slipped. Yes, yeah, I mentioned that. Yeah. Oh, it's all getting excited. <laughs> it's funny because my note just before that says Melier's been a bit weird and then a minute later it's like he's not as weird as the Blackburn keeper though mm. so he should be fine. Yeah, yeah, we've had that a bit recently haven't we? I think the pace of our front four for teams that do try to play out from the back it causes them quite a lot of problems because it's the same in Middlesbrough wasn't it? They 
two of our goals in that game came from them trying to play out from the back. Because you need to get it right, don't you? Because we do it, and there are moments where you kind of go, ooh. Mm. But um, no no errors today. But there were just one or two moments where you kind of, um, I say you suck air in through your teeth when mm. we're passing it out to Ampadu, who's got a man on his back and he spins it out to, to one of the fullbacks or whatever. But um, but yeah, we were fine today, I thought, um, playing out from the back. But yeah, we're coming up against so many teams, I think, that... Um, aren't quite good enough to do it against us mm. but they only find it out when um, when we play them yeah I thought um, defensively we were just pretty solid today as well yeah. they were for all the play they had at points they were struggling to create anything and they, whenever they put a ball in the box it felt like Rodon or Strout got their head on it when it went wide we tended to manage to close them down so they couldn't ever get a dangerous crossing they had a lot of corners didn't they mm. from doing exactly that where it, they'd work it wide but then we'd we'd block it and it'd go behind and there was only the one chance from a corner I think I can particularly remember although yeah. although we kept showing replays of why corners were given and then we'd missed the actual corner I'm sure that happened a few occasions but. Yeah, we can blame Sean Harvey for that I think can't we yes I believe so because yeah. it's his uh, his TV distribution there um, EFL HQ yeah in, into the second half um, and again it was it was a bit shapeless in the second half wasn't it there wasn't much going on besides both teams were trying to attack but just not very well. It always felt like our like final ball was just a little bit off today mm-hmm. until it wasn't and we scored. It was the same as for them as well, wasn't it? Because that start of the second half, I really didn't enjoy. But just looking at my notes, I've not made any notes of them having a chance really. They had one yeah. shot when they were sort of in the inside right and he just hit it into the side netting. And it was kind of at that point I've made a note just saying, get a grip of it, Leeds. And I was kind of hoping for us to just bring another central midfielder on to help Kamara and Ampadu. But then again, you just go back to that front four and you think, well, why would you sacrifice one of those attackers? Because they're going to cause some problems at some point. And that's what happened with the changes that were made. Like, it didn't really change anything tactically and Nonsa wasn't necessarily involved in the build-up of the goal. But from the moment he made those changes, we had like three chances on the bounce. Mm. And it just sort of switched all of a sudden the momentum. Yeah, I, I'm similar to you, Rob. I didn't really make a note about um, about them having chances. They did have some chances, didn't they? But like so you never really felt we were massively under the cosh for any of it. Um but I noted down, yeah, the Melier save at 82 minutes. There were a couple of edgy moments where there were penalty sh- I'm just looking through as well. There were a couple of penalty shouts there, but I don't think either of them were. There was the Strauch handball, which, I don't know, handball being handball, maybe it is, maybe it isn't. I don't think it is. But, you know, it does hit his hand and maybe he should have just landed on his head instead of putting his arms down to, to support himself <laughs> as he went in for the tackle. Just skidded on his ass. Yeah, I mean, these these things are given sometimes out, but that wasn't. And then there was one on the edge of the box, which... First glance, I thought well, that maybe looked a bit dicey, but it wasn't at all. Mm. Um, yeah, what else do I have to cover off then? Subs, let's, let's run through the we subs. We've, we've not really talked about the, the finish from Somerville either. Yeah. It's uh, It was one of those slightly dodgy first touches, but it just sort of seemed to... He reminded me a little bit of Beckford's at Old Trafford in that a bad first touch almost seemed to knock everyone out of position a little bit, and then he was just able to lift it over. But no, it was a good day. It was a good finish. Great for matching the build-up as well. Mm. Yeah. Like I said, you, you always just feel that at some point you're going to get that chance and you just almost have to wait it out. As long as you don't do anything stupid yeah. at the other end, just wait it out. Your chance will come because we've, well, demonstrably got a better attack than most of the teams in this division, which is nice, isn't it? It's weird, isn't it? Being relatively relaxed. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, it is a strange feeling to go into every game thinking, we've probably got enough that we should win this. Yeah. And then what? while watching a game going, okay, well, eventually, we'll, I actually trust us to score it. Mm. Something will, at some point, something will click, a little piro through ball will go through or, some of them will cut inside and score. There's like, there's always, there are many different routes to us getting a goal now, whereas for a couple of years, it's just felt like absolutely an impossible task trying to score a goal. And 
equally defending we've made look very difficult at times as well so no, it's just good well, I'm, I'm enjoying it yeah and it's like the, like the subs side of it as well um, I took a note of the subs because I thought it, it's one of those days where it felt significant to me the ability to bring on Spence and Nonto at 70 minutes or thereabouts mm. for, for Byram and Dan James it's the it's the embarrassment of Rich's problem if, uh, if you want to do air quotes and then you're bringing on Jaden Anthony for, for Somerville 83 minutes then 88 Matteo Joseph for Piro and um, and Gurev getting his usual couple of minutes mm. on for uh, for Rutet or the other way around with those two, but um, yeah, it's um, it's good. And I thought I thought yeah, the subs the subs shored it up, didn't they? Just towards the end, it's a far better quality of squad than we had when we went up under Bielsa because mm. we were quite often relying on filling the bench with untried youngsters, weren't we? In that for periods of that season, whereas you do look at it now and you like the players we're bringing on would be starting for nearly everyone in this league mm. like Nonto and Anthony I'm pretty sure they they start for everyone bar us maybe Leicester and we're just bringing him on yeah. because we can yeah it's not like Jordan Stevens is coming on is it no and it was Nonto as well like a few minutes after he came on really unlucky not to score mm. his shot was it deflected and then did the keeper tip it onto the bar or something yeah I think but he that, went defender's foot saved and then hit the bar yeah but, but that was that little burst of chances where like a minute later I think some of them went to the byline and he got it to Pirro but that was just sort of that was just blocked into the keeper and then we scored. It was like, cool, mm. that's great. We're going to win. <laughs> this is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad. And I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Yeah, winning's great. I really, really like winning. We've won loads. It's 10 wins in 13 now, as Lucas is pointing out. Mm. Seven undefeated. Farker is the real deal. Strap in, everyone. I'm strapped in. I am. Yeah, I'm ready for it. I'm I feel, ready. I feel safe. Um, is Sam Byram safe? I don't know. We'll see, won't we? In the in the in the post match comments, actually, I don't know if they've started uh, just sort of dripping through yet. I'll uh, I'll keep an eye on that. What did we make of Spence? I thought he had a strange game. 
Uh, a lot, well, a number of people in the comments are saying that um, Fark has given him a little bit of a bollocking. Uh, oh, really? There was that it, moment towards the end where he went forward and just didn't get back. It was Anthony <laughs> chasing back. You think, I know it's 2-0, mate, but come on. <laughs> yeah, he had some nice moments, but yeah, he seemed very relaxed. Playing very, very much looks like a player who's just come back into it all. But he was just like out. playing a really relaxed left wing role for some of it. And I was thinking, kind of meant to be a fullback here. Go on, come on, come on, come on. Just keep getting back. Uh, House of Stokes is pointing out that... Um, Somerville's got more assists and goals than anyone in the top four flights, and yet Haaland was robbed of the Ballon d'Or, air quotes. Absolutely correct. Um, yeah, well, obviously, Willie, as, uh, as Paul's mentioning, went close with that deflected shot that uh, that hit the bar. Mm-hmm. That was like a triple deflection, wasn't it? It was like the defender onto the keeper onto the bar. So that, that should have counted. So technically, it was 3-0. You kept saying it was going to be 3. I was like, no, we're just, we're just playing this out. Yeah, we tend to sort of shut, them, shut these games out, don't we, when we're too, yeah. like, too up. I must admit, seven minutes added on if we were just a goal up would have been very stressful indeed. But as two up with seven on, you go, that's oh, fine. It they, was, they count Scott. Yeah, that's the lovely thing of getting the second goal, though, wasn't it? Because like I say, that first 25 minutes of the second half, I hated it. And then once we got the second goal, it was like, feet up, going to win. This is fine. Yeah, this is fine. Don't yeah. have to panic. Do you know what the, uh, the biggest development of today was? Come on. I got text off Phil on 20 minutes. Yes. Finally happened. It's taken half a season, but it's finally happened. He thought he was texting someone else. But I think he um, he actually called it about right to be perfectly honest. Uh, he said, let's have a look, <laughs> and, he, and he prefaced it by saying, right, 20-minute text to make the point. He couldn't just text me on 20 minutes. He had to make a point of it. Showboating. Um, going to be a gruelling 90, this. They know how to counter, but I think Leeds edge it, which is how it basically hmm. unfolded. They didn't... I don't think they did counter particularly well, actually. I'm trying to think of any times we got badly stretched. When they did play out from the back a bit less mentally... I thought they played some nice stuff, but it was kind of, it was the same for both teams, like up to the edge of the penalty boxes. Mm. It was kind of a bit, it was just end to end, wasn't it? But then once it got to the edge of the penalty box, it was all a bit disjointed again. Um, and we need to talk about the, the rhubarb and custard kit as well. I messaged Ed Cowburn, who designed it, who came and did the shows with us. Um, he must about be relieved. <laughs> he, oh, he is massively. <laughs> yeah. Huge. So you don't want to be responsible for a curse kit, do you? Um, so he sent me a, yeah, but we loads of Y's and E's and A's and H's and exclamation marks. So, uh, He's, uh, yeah, he's well pleased. So he sent me a picture of Crescencio Somerville celebrating in the kit. Um, he said, this makes me very happy. I'm sure he won't mind me uh, mentioning that on the stream. But yeah, so we've, we've avenged the, the, the kit curse. Fantastic. Ed's happy. We're happy. Um, John Dar Thomason's not that happy. He's extremely disappointed to lose the game. Overall, an excellent performance against a very good team, a Premier League team. The difference was Leeds being clinical in transition and he expects us to get promoted. But I thought we were in the game for a long time. In the second half, I actually thought we were the better side. Mm, well, didn't win, did you? Uh, he says the challenge on Garrett wasn't a penalty. Um, and Phil has said in brackets, stick that honesty in a scrapbook. Says he hasn't seen the Stroutcam ball incident back, so he isn't sure on that one. Well, that, that wasn't. No. Never in a million years. No. You can't. I wouldn't be asking for it if it was for us. I'd just go and You'd take it. Yeah, of course you'd take it. Of course you would. <laughs> but you won't. I mean, don't want, but you don't, I would you don't, you don't it. want it. I would ask for it at the time. Right? Yeah. As that ball's crossed in and I'm in the stadium, I would obviously shout handball. But you can't give handballs for them. So, no. He's not having it. Stu's digging me out now for being excited that Phil texted me. I know, it's pathetic. It's taken months. <laughs> it's taken months for it to happen. Grown man. <laughs> Should we talk about little Danny James as well? Um, Mike's just pointing out that um, not many people, himself included, saw James's contribution coming this season. Just this sort of broader seasonal contribution. Is, mm-hmm. is he really improved, um, do you think? Well, yeah. I mean, I think the... Was Birmingham the second, third game of the season? I can't remember. Even he gave away that late penalty. Um and wasn't great in it and there was a bit of me thinking oh, he's still Dan James isn't mm-hmm. he he's just like the same limitations as we, we've we seen 
from him over the pre- previous couple of years. But he just seems to be a found his way in this team now. Mm. Just getting shooting from that same. He seems to score from the same sort of spot every time, and he's he's just just incredibly useful in this league. Maybe the, just, that level needed of speed. Pro- needed a proper coach. Maybe so. He also looks. He's probably like confident for the first time in years as well because mm. he is doing it, and it's that thing of once you get one, they all seem to follow. Because that finish today was brilliant, and it's not the type of finish you would ever have previously mm. associated Dan James with. You'd have expected him to sort of spoon it wide or put mm. it over the bar or just... Yeah, yeah, and, well, and, then, it, and then look quizzical afterwards. We've seen him lash quite a few shots high and wide from there, haven't you, when he tries to almost hit him too hard, but that was just... It felt quite controlled today. Yeah, you can forgive him a few, though, when he's putting that many in. Mm. Um, and his Swansea right. finish was nice the other, the other week as well when it was um, put into the roof of the net when he could have easily... I don't know, tried to keep it... Almost tried to keep it low, but then it makes it much easier save for the keeper. And it mm. was just... Yeah, it's just showing some... Some actual finishing ability. It's it's funny going back to that Birmingham game because I was thinking, watching Rutter these last few weeks, like if we go back to his early appearances this season, we were still a bit like, fucking hell, we spent all that money on him. And <laughs> like you watch him today and it was not even one of his better games and mm-hmm. he's still like been really decisive and he's generally just been amazing these last few months. It all just needed that little bit of time to, to gel, didn't mm-hmm. I think that goal at Ipswich was a bit of a turning point for Rutter as well because it was the first think, time he'd done something where everyone went, wow, bloody hell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like he's unbelievable. He's actually got some some skills as this as this bloke who we've yeah. not really seen because we didn't see anything of him last year, did we? No, like no. nothing at all. He just didn't. Well, he wasn't allowed to play, was he? By because uh, Allardyce had decided he needed some grizzled yeah, bastards. And, and I guess the desire to try those tricks is very much dependent on a young man's confidence. Mm. And if he was all a little bit out of sorts by moving country or whatever it might have been that didn't quite click for him, the struggle in relegation. Then fair enough. Fair just, enough. Just looking at the league table, we're quite close to the top now. We are four, and, and four we've... points off Ipswich, five off uh, Leicester. All it needs is uh, Borough to do us a favour today, and then we're, mm. we're right in the hunt, aren't we? Especially with um, Ipswich to come to Ellen Road in a couple of weeks. But uh, just talking about the uh, the commentary on the on the visual radio, a number of people who saw the the, the Blackburn international feed mm. had a good old laugh. It's interesting that John Dale Thomason has has said that some of these weren't penalties because the the Blackburn um, commentators today were said that the ref uh, was at fault today would have lost to four clear penalties we would have um, if he was on it I can't even think what four clear penalties I can't, yeah. I can't even think what the other two would be <laughs> no 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 they're, they're just wrong yeah. I'm afraid but we had uh, we had Bryn and Tony didn't we yeah so that was nice they agreed things weren't penalties and they're completely unbiased thankfully so. <laughs> much like we are we're very objective yeah completely yeah. very very objective uh, and I've looked for uh, for Farkas comments coming through I think John Dal Thomason still doing um Doing his bit, but yeah, it's uh, it's leaving us perilously close to the top. Mm. I quite don't... like the idea of, of reeling them in. As long as we actually do, if we mm. don't, I'll be very, very sad. Well, we've gone now. We're, we're above two points per game as well, mm. which should get you up automatically. Yeah, as far as I'm concerned, I, I really like um, Farker's way of looking at that. Where he's like, don't look at the table, but if you want to get promoted, it's was it twenty six, twenty seven wins and mm. ten draws and whatever. I think I'll just look. Then have we got twelve wins? Is it? And we're not even at the halfway point. So if you get another mm. couple of wins in our next four games, you are halfway there, but I yep. suppose. And, you know, if Leicester and Switch just want to win every game, then I just sort of think, well, fair play. They won't, though, will they? No. That's the thing. They definitely won't. No. And we, we will, though. We probably will. Yeah. 12 wins in 20 is not bad, considering that they basically all come after that first month not far off. Yeah. I think we've, we're now developing a bit of a, a reputation as well where teams... Scared of playing us probably, mm. which maybe in the early part of the season wasn't there. It feels like people have to be a bit careful about against us now. Yeah, which will you've seen in the last couple. Which of home, will benefit us, I think. Last couple of home games with people being too respectful of us and letting us play, and then um, 
you know. I mean, we have been giving teams a goal lead as well in home yeah. recent home games, which has not been ideal, but it's not mattered either. Mm. Um, yeah, so they'll kick off in the next few minutes, which is exciting. We can go away and stress I'd, about I'd that. Rather, I'd rather they didn't. I prefer looking <laughs> at the league table now. Right. Without them having the points, but, you know. We're catching them on goal difference as well now. Yeah, Plus 16, are, same yeah. as Ipswich. Only, um, only six behind Leicester. Because that was a massive difference at one stage as well but we're, uh, we're we're reeling them in and you do wonder what it does psychologically to them if they were to drop points today or maybe even just get one and suddenly that gap just is starting to drop starting to drop mm. you're aware that it's there because I remember when we um, when we didn't go up Bielsa's first season and that happened to us just that thought oh, they're going to do us they're going to do us they're going to do us mm. and in the end they did and that made me sad and as well when we uh, we were in League One I know we did get out of it in the end but having to watch the way we started that season and then watching is getting reeled in and going alright well Second still looks safe. Oh shit, we're going to mess this up as well. And it's just, yeah, the, the feeling of people breathing down your neck is horrible. What, what are your feelings about? Apart from when we get top and then we'll just romp it. <laughs> what, what are your feelings about just putting the top three as promoted, no playoffs? Yes. Seems yeah. fair. Agreed. Unless Southampton uh, <laughs> get it, then obviously we need to be uh, four up, four down. Seems yes. Fair. Seems fair to me. Yeah. I mean, look at the Premier League. You can't, you can't, it'd be a fair season, I think, to have four relegation slots. Wouldn't it? Because it's not fair to have Sheffield United shouldn't even count. They should just they should be they should be out now. They should, they should allow us to go in for the second half of the season and play in their place. Just admit you admit your defeat now. Exactly. Yeah. So there's no point playing these games. Just get out. Don't want to, don't want to see you anymore. No one wants to watch it. Will you go away and stress over these games this afternoon now, or is that is no. that you relax for the Drake? Because out of our control, you got you got to give up control of these no, things. That's fine. I'll no. check in on the scores. Namaste and all that. That's the nice thing about an early kickoff. You've got the rest of your weekend, it's fine. A bit, well, yeah, it's the same as the Rotherham situation, though, wasn't it? That we had the chance there to kind of really put pressure on the teams mm. above and fail to take it, but having taken it today feels jolly, bloody nice, doesn't it? Still, yeah, still awaiting Farker. I think they're just uh, just teeing him up there in the old uh, in the presser. But um, man of the match, if we think about hero of the week for the week coming up, bearing in mind we've got Sunderland midweek as well. Quick turnaround. I actually don't know. I don't think there really was a standout, was there? James... I enjoyed for his goal and his little road run impression. Mm. Um, I was kind of surprised he took James off rather than Somerville in the mm. second half because I thought James had been more involved. But he was. But he, but he does do this when he's got one eye on the, mm. the next game, doesn't he? I think. And he was proved right because Somerville scored a few minutes later. Mm. I thought Rodon was very good. Yeah, mm. defensively again, he just he's a bit like the attackers being better than most players they're against. It feels like that with Rodon as well. He's just he's got a bit of pace about him. He's good in the air. He seems to read the game fairly well. So I think he made a big. He makes a big difference for us. Everyone was just a bit sort of six to seven out of ten, mm. which was good enough. Yeah, it's just it's just those good solid wins, isn't it? When mm. you get like, these good solid wins, I really enjoyed Pascal Strauch's big slide tackle. Was that in the first mm. half where he was going towards the touchline and he just slid in from about twenty yards? I did have flashbacks to like Liam Cooper being in those situations <laughs> and sort of taking someone out by the waist. No. But Pascal is a calmer, more composed man. Yeah, when you saw the replay, my initial worry was that he jumped at him, but he's he was he was fully sliding, wasn't he? Yeah. Making the most of the, the wet pitch. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was one of those. Yeah, it was a slightly hair raising moment, wasn't it? Any villains that you want to pick out? Anybody from the opposition stand out? Your, your young man Wharton, you think? Yeah, he should have he should have been booked in the first half, shouldn't he? But he was allowed to get away with one. There was one about ten minutes in that he should have definitely have been booked for, but the ref was like, ah, I'll give you to the second half till I book you. But he was mm. fairly lenient. Generally, I think he seemed to let us away with a few bits as well. Everybody, everybody seemed to get one, didn't they? Like, there was a yeah, like he had. 
I think it, it was Ampadu's fourth foul when he went over and went, look, I'm going to have to book you if you do another one. And then he did another one. And he was like, right. Yeah. I, I can't keep I can't keep just ignoring this. I was going to say, as Bruno Tony <laughs> mentioned, it was like about four or five by that point, wasn't it? It's like yeah. on a totting up basis alone, given how low the threshold is these days for a booking, mm. it was always going to come um, uh, in the end. Smolich for them has got dickhead's hair, so maybe him as a villain. Mm. Oh, I really enjoyed him just smashing the ball into the stand at the end and then turning around and moaning at the <laughs> official or something. I don't think that's their fault, mate. Yeah, he shot from a ludicrous angle, didn't he? Daft. I mean, that's the difference as well between like the Premier League and the Championship, the decision-making in tight situations like that. Mm. In the Premier League, you expect somebody to maybe cut that back and suddenly you're, you're facing a, a pretty uncomfortable last few minutes in injury time. Seven minutes of injury time, mm. no less. Um, I don't know where they came from, really. But... Lots of subs. We, yeah. we used three sub-windows in that second half and that included Spence not being ready when Byron was well, injured and he had to jog all the way back down the, the touchline, didn't he? Byron had a little sit-down for a little while as well, didn't he? Before he mm. played on when he looked like he couldn't run. Yeah, there was a bit where just after he, he'd got injured, he was he was left one-on-one, wasn't he? And they just chose to cross it rather than run at him. But I was thinking, mm. his legs are absolutely knackered here. If they, yeah. run, if they run at him, he's in a lot of bother. But he managed to... Um, Their wingers to stay up. just suddenly looked really quick, didn't he? Mm. But they didn't really take advantage of it. Um, it's just been asked, um, Hutchie wants to know, you know, surely Michael didn't pay for the LUFC match pass rather than finding a free radio stream. Well, it's not an option because we're not uh, we're in the UK. Yeah, obviously. The, the, I think our office in Germany, though, um, they got it. Yeah. And then they relayed what was going on, just gave us a, they told us, didn't they? Yeah, that's what happened. Mm-hmm. That's what happened. The important thing is that £10 went to Leeds United. Well, exactly. From Germany. From Germany. Mm-hmm. Correct. For? The Deutsch, well, paid in Deutschmarks, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the, um, some of these non-televised games, the, the, the visual radios can be a little bit unreliable, can't they? So we, we did decide to, you know. Did we? Get the German office to help. Yes. <laughs> we reached out, hands across the what ocean. Do, what do our German office sound like, Mike? <laughs> <laughs> They're actually all English, it's just, oh, based really? in, just based in Germany. <laughs> so no need for any accents. <laughs> <laughs> you, don't, you don't fancy... Nah. Letting us know what that that sound like. No, no, they just they're all, they're all from Yorkshire. Over Cannot there. wait for our live Christmas show. By the way, I, I might do a bit then. Yeah, and um, we've got some extra tickets have been released, haven't they? For that, Ooh. which will be um, will be publicising. So if you are in Leeds on the the twenty first of December, we've uh, it was it's, it's sold out, but we've released some standing tickets. So safe standing, restricted view. Yeah, standing tickets. <laughs> um, Michael's last appearance before he's cancelled. It's possible. It's possible. I do. I do fear what you might say, but uh, the comments are uh, dripping through now from the presser. Um, Farker, do you want to read out Farker's comments? No, no, you're, you're right. sure. Yeah, you're, you're, fine. you're much better at than me. You read better than I do. Um, for us, it's a massive away win. I was really respectful. Blackburn are such a good possession side. I'm pretty happy and delighted with our performance. I expected a tight win due to the chances. A well deserved win. Hmm. Feels Daniel. I'm happy with these tight wins. Mm. You like a tight win. Wasn't that tight, really, was it? Yeah, tight. 2 0 away win is fine yeah. by me. Goal 25 minutes in, goal 20 minutes from the end, something like that. Yeah. yeah. They were nicely spaced with the goals, just just keeping it steady. Managed to not concede early or just before half time as well today, which was nice because I feel like we've done that a lot in recent weeks. A deserved win. Um, so, yeah, the, the three o'clock kickoffs are now uh, playing as we record. We, we could stay on, we could do the match ball for like another two hours, couldn't we, potentially? Let's not do that. Just do do a a, a watch along, a, a watch along of a fop mob, a fop mob. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll do that. Uh, just regards to the live show, um, House of uh, Stokes is asking: Are we streaming the show for people subjected to life in America? Um, no, we'll record it, 
We'll record it. Not, not with take cameras. Out, take out some of the bits. Because when we, did, put it out. we once did a live show before, Michael said some really questionable things. <laughs> Doesn't sound like you. Well. That I felt probably were best left in the room. You had to be there. Yeah. It was a different time. <laughs> this is making it sound like I said, it was just, it was about um, Willie McKay and Neil Warnock, to be clear, I wasn't actually being, I wasn't being awful to anyone who isn't awful. You, you certainly weren't punching down, were you? That's... No, exactly. Uh, you were very much punching up. Um, Byram, it's the hamstring by the looks of it. Just a little bit of a... Oh, it's the a, bloody hamstring. A little bit of a tweak. Uh, it could be that he's out for this week, but we'll assess him. There's a concern about him for the next two games, at least. Nice to have a squad. Maybe Junior... Oh, no, never mind. No. He'd be fit soon enough. For what, though? For his for loan a, move. For a game or two, and then back out. That's by a left back. I was saying this during the game, wasn't I? Saying, given that we seem to be in sort of sensible era League United and the transfers we did in summer were just mm. obvious ones to a degree. Just buy a left back. Get a, or get a loan, a left back. Just have some options there. Just find a left back. Yes. I accept Junior Furpo is not going to be fit. There must be a left back somewhere in football. There must be. We've made it really difficult. So much so that we had to wait for this summer to get a right back and play him at left back. I mean, yeah, that's the thing. All the good Leeds left backs I've seen, none of them have actually been left backs. Mm. So I do, part of me does think, buy a right winger maybe. <laughs> Shove him over there. Yeah. yeah. I mean, oh, Byram is right footed, isn't he? So, yeah, he is. He's, like I say, he likes to play an inverted fullback, does Farker, so do that. Mm. Buy two of them. It's wild, isn't Can it? You imagine. Huh? Imagine that. Um, well, we will wrap up the show in just a second or two. I'm just saying, looking at um, Farker's comments coming through, you can obviously read them yourself. You don't need us to, us to relay them, do you? Um, happy with Spence. Uh, transitional moments, he could run back a bit quicker, yes. So that's a public tra- challenge to. <laughs> To what he was talking about on the pitch at the end. I mean, I could have run back quicker than he was running back. <laughs> He's saying it's quite normal his first game after months out. Um, happy that we have him as an option. Mm. Big, isn't he? He is a big lad. Um, Bamford was ill today, hence not involved. That's just being cleared up. Um, I wonder, is that ill in the rap sense? Yeah, he was sick. Yep. He said. Some sick, throwing out some sick rhymes. Yeah. Super. Um, we will wrap it up. I thought, I thought Joseph and, was. I quite enjoyed Joseph's oh, little cameo. Actually. I, was, I, was, I was wrapping the show. So I just thought I just remembered <laughs> we didn't have Pat Bamford, so we brought a different striker on. And I quite enjoyed it. Um, yes. So we will. We will wrap up the show there. Thank you for joining us on the live stream. If you're listening afterwards, TSB Plus members get um, priority access. Have a look at that on the website squareball.net forward slash plus. And um, we'll be back with another match ball after Sunderland midweek, and we've got all the usual stuff across the week as well. Um, Shows and stuff, propaganda. Yeah, should we do some, some of that? We'll yeah. do some propaganda. And I'll be speaking to Phil on Monday, reflecting on this and getting the view from the press box. Speak to you then. The Match Ball. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.